Blog Talk Radio. And now I present to you that international Bible teacher of teachers, Seer Israel of Seedwell. He will utter dark things and mysteries which have been kept from the foundation of the world, showing us the way to go. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Israelites with your host, the seer of Seed Royal. To the four corners of the globe, praise his righteous and powerful name. Hallelujah. Yahweh. Live Radio. Worldwide international radio broadcast, Yahweh's Radio is now on the air. I'll be your host. By name, your fear, Israel, of the Israel. We're doing a series called Coming to Exile, Biblical and Scholarly Journey of the True Israel, the Israelites, the True Israelites, True Israel, you know, you know, it's something about that I want to touch on at the time of party. You never know. Might come out in and give a lesson because we do Luke 12, 12. How about we know it's on the international side. It's packed jam, ready to go. But on the side where those who come in and want to get in where they fit in at, so what we're doing, we're just a, let me play an old tape. And we'll just come back when those ready to come into the room or the six camp. They ready to hold the microphone. I'm always ready. So what I'm doing, I'm gonna play a, a temporary tape, and I, I monitor the room. When they come in the room, they will go back live again. Okay, let's see me play a tape. Let's see what this sound like. <laughs> 
Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio.
And now, Voices of the True Israelites with your host, the seer of Seed Royal. To the four corners of the globe, praise his righteous and powerful name. Hallelujah.
The True Israelites with your host, the seer of Seed Royal. To the four corners of the globe, praise his righteous and powerful name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Radio. Worldwide international radio broadcast, Yachwa's Radio, is now on the air. I'll be your host, part number nine. We're just going to bring our L in, because we've already gave the induction already. We've been farming around for quite a long time. So our L is easier to tell the broadcast. But I was very interested about do not move a man's landmark. That was a very interesting thing that was made. Wasn't no accident. See, uh, Roy, do you know your landmark? That's something to think about. We'll bring our L in. He'll tell y'all all about the broadcast, how to get in contact with, with us, and how to help contribute to this ministry as we venture out to come up and complete land school back with all radio stations and help our elderly and the sickly and the young just coming in so they uh, get indoctrinated for uh, um, blasphemy teaching. Blasphemy teaching when you when you look at the man from heaven and see him as a pale-skinned, uh, red-looking white, that is blasphemy. That mindset has to be changed. We do all we can to do our part in it. That's why we tell you plainly. Uh, it'll give you all the information, how to get in where you fit in at. And remember one thing. We need a school like yesterday. Lodge the temple. We need it all to see right. But for you, it's for you and your loved ones. That's why you get in where you fit in at. 
we're gonna bring our hell in, tell y'all about the broadcast, and we just gonna kick it around a little bit. I just those ready to come on the stage and holler in the microphone. But right now, remember one thing, the best is already here. The rest got it. the rest is to come. But the best is already here. When you hear the voice of Elder Mr. Till, Israel, you're hearing the best. So the rest have to get in where they fit in and listen to Elder Mr. Till's lead and see how you can duplicate it at a higher level. Got it? Good. Elder Mr. Till, Israel. Yahweh, be there, see right. And Yahweh, bless you, see Israel, receive well. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah, Yahweh, Elder. One thing we do know, know Elder, that the uh, best is already here, Elder. We, we sit around waiting on the best, and the best is already here. I mean, if it's another ministry that can come anywhere close to fixing on the camps of both of us, let us know where. And they teach them better than, than we are. We want to join that because all we want to do is get in the kingdom. They talked about in Psalm 84. David said, I don't care how or what. All I want to do is get there. The same thing where I feel. So if it's, if it's another ministry anywhere, uh, let us know. Call the international line, 224-600-5579. Call the international line and tell us. Hey, fear, it's a ministry that I'll teach you. Then we're going to check them out. And if that's so, we're going to join that ministry. Because remember in Psalms 84, around by verse 12, it says, David said, all right, look here. All I want to do is get to the kingdom. I'll be a broom sweeper. Whatever I got to do, I, I want to be, me too. I want to get to the kingdom. I want to be caught out on the other side of the kingdom, which is the side with worms going to be burned up, eating all on you. I want none of that. So if you know another ministry, so Monday, let us know where the ministry is. And I'll teach you, you know, the council brought those to us right. Using its proper name, Y-H-W, that's the name. So this can't just tell me any ministry, you're going to know who using the true name. The four letters, Y-H-W. Tell me where the ministry is. Because he's like anything else. You're not using the name. Your ministry is terminated anyway. It's like going to a crime scene and somebody step off into the crime. That's why they tape it all around. But nobody get in there and touch nothing. Leave it like, just like the heat. So if you're not using the name, your ministry is terminated because you're not using the true name. Now, once you use the true name, the four letters, Y-H-W-A, then we won't know what you're talking about. Then we'll check you out. Got it. Good. Hey, Elder, go ahead and dress this mask in order while I find this herbal tea and get prepared to hop in the microphone and do my part. <laughs> and you know you can read through your part. Then you spread the books out and do some more part. And tell old Rover, kind of hold on that Rover, to get something going on. Tell old big Rover, hold on a little bit. Elder, take your time. You're on the clock. Come on. Well, once again, Y'all want to bless you, see as well. And thank you for bringing me into tonight's broadcast. And we already know it's among a cast of hundreds of thousands of listeners that came to hear the righteous words of Yahweh. And that's a good thing, because we need more of that word. 
Because just as you said, there's a lot of people out there, a lot of ministries that preach. But preaching is supposed to be teaching, not talking. They talk a good word, but they don't show a good example. And they look for um, the tithes and offerings to hit their bucket. But not doing it right. It reminds you that there's only one way to righteousness. You pull out that second Esther, that book of second Esther, chapter seven, and read verse seven and eight. And let's see what it says. When you read verse number seven, it says the intro therefore the interest therefore is narrow, and set in a dangerous place to fall. Like if there was fire on the right hand and on the left deep water. Eight. And only one path between them both, even between the fire and the water, so small, there could only be one man go there at once. Well, that should tell you something, especially those pastors that out there that's supposedly teaching the word. You know, there's only one way to get to it. No left, no right, straight ahead. And after you do that, you'll find out what I mean when I say a teacher can't learn from his students. Why? Because he's giving wise counsel. But having knowledge, that teacher even gains more experience by teaching. And this shows well in all the six camps that teach the word of Yahweh. And the students that are there, they possibly might even learn to teach themselves one day following that word. Now, we know that all of us came to hear things that most of us can hear. And some listening, they never understand. But this is what Yaqwa's ministry does. Makes all this misunderstanding very possible. Teaching you the right way, as the Savior said. We came to see things in the Bible through proper teaching that some looking can never find. These are called the misinformed. Those are the wrong taught. Listening to the word and not confirming what it says in the Bible. They can do none of these things. This is why the words of Yahweh that is taught makes all this and more possible for the righteous. And that key word is the righteous. Because if you ain't right, you're going to be like that guy in the movie, uh, Cooper Goodman Jr. Played in a movie called Can't Get Right. Oh, no matter what you told him, he couldn't get what he had to say right. But he was okay in other places. But we have to be aware by knowing the scriptures and the Bible precepts. We're given the knowledge to know. We have many out there that camouflage the evil or confused teaching and overly loud bump the gums contest for righteous learning and even using the Bible scriptures as verbal weapons against us that know. We should remember the best is already here. We're just waiting for the rest to come so we can show them the word of Yahweh, the way that it should be ministered. This is one of the reasons why we welcome and thank all of you for attending another live broadcast of Yaqua's ministry. We come to you live and open to you always with new and exciting topics from the King James Bible. And first and foremost, about Yaqua's word. And can you believe it? We've even been questioned about that. How can you guys get this much information out of this one book? Well, it comes from connecting the books. Your health, foods that you should eat, keeping the Sabbath days, and much more we get out of this one book. 
And we do this, why? Because you have not. It's the information that you came to seek and have now found that in the voices of the true Israelites, tribe of Yadah, we're open unto you in the normal days of Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday, having no class on Tuesday unless we have a high day or a special event. However, Sabbath class we do have. And the top part of Sabbath is Friday. That class time starts at 7.30 to 10.30. And the bottom part of the Sabbath is Saturday. We have a temple class that starts at 12 p.m. And the online class that starts at 2 to 5 p.m. until the temple members decide to leave. We even have a website address. That's right. And to use this on any search engine, right on any one of your smart devices, in that search line, type tribeyada.com. That's T-R-I-B-E-Y-H-D-H dot com. And when you do this, after you click enter, just under a big line, you're going to see some choices. One is going to be tithes and offerings. Now to use this, step one, click donate with PayPal. Step number two would be to click send. Enter the amount you wish to send to Yaqua's ministry. And there's a space for a message if you'd like. And if that's done, may Yahweh bless you. And doing that, remember what it says in the book of Psalms, chapter 96, verse 7, and verse number 8. 7 says, Give unto the Yahweh, your kindred to the people. Give unto the Yahweh glory and strength. Hey, give unto the Yahweh the glory due unto his name. Bring an offering and come into his courts. Now, join us. I always remind everyone. The Yaqua loves us, your forgiver. And also donations to this ministry is greatly appreciated. That you give according to the Bible scriptures, which are mentioned in the book of Leviticus, chapter 27, verse number 30. And mention one to again for us in the book of Hebrews, chapter 7, verse 8, and verse number 9. This is done to keep this ministry bringing you the sins out while Also for building a school, which is talked about quite a bit all of the bad teaching that's going around out there today. We're building a banquet hall for the gathering of other members, a radio station where we can be heard worldwide, and land to grow the luxurious health foods that we continue to speak of on this program. Also while there, we even have a calendar. That calendar is there to help keep you and your family in tune with the Bible feast days that come to us throughout the year. We even have a live program that's available during our broadcast time. You can get there this time on that search line. Type three words, Yaqua Radio Live. And after you click enter, look for Voices of the Trisolites, Tribe of the Outbound. And click the red live button as soon as it appears, it puts you right into our live online broadcast. Also, there's a few numbers that you can righteously call with Yaqua in mind. The first is our live conference room number, 319-527-6065. The other number is 224-600-5579. This is our international number, where you can call or leave a message on those Bible scriptures that you have questions on, which can be answered by any one of the six anointed camps of Yahweh's ministry. But also in saying that, do not call this number trying to teach. 
I'll have to remind you on here the discouraging click followed by a dial tone. Also, you can order what our members know as the 12 programs via the 12 tracks of Israel on DVD. Just make sure we get the correct name and the correct address, and you will receive it promptly. On another note, we might ask, please do not contact us here via email, phone, or text before broadcast or afterwards. He's usually pretty busy with the WCC, that New York station stockholder, Mr. Cigar Man, announcing many memos, as most of us have seen, but even now, in addition to that, the Latter-day Saints. And that's besides doing our programs at the four broadcast time. That's even an awful lot to say. So please use the international line of 224-600-5579. And if the question is legit, you will receive a call back. Unless you call trying to teach. As I said, you will only hear a discouraging delta. Now, if you happen to miss the beginning of our program today, you can catch the entire show after 9.15 p.m., except Fridays. Program time will be repeated after 10.30. So listen to that just in a three words on the search line once again. Yakwa Radio Live. And after clicking on it, look for Voices of the Trisolites, Trabagada. Choose the program that you will late log into or any previous day on that list that you would like to listen. Also, during our normal broadcast broadcasts, we're also simultaneously transmitting on Peloton, which can be logged in by your phone, tablet, or computer. Just make sure you've downloaded the Peloton app. We will be listed under FNE Group, African American. When you get there, look for Voices of the Trisolites, Tribe of Yada. You'll find a room will hold 50 or more listening participants where Yakwa's word will be working for your Bible education. Online there to answer the on-the-table topics we discuss during our broadcast will be Elder Mr. Tebbs Israel, along with the Seer Israel, right in their shotgun. And during this time, we'll be taking no comments off topic or any more than two text questions answered at a time. And the broad talk ends before teaching time. Not to worry. We will continue our teaching on Peloton. Yahweh will be with you all. But one note I usually give when I'm speaking. Remember, when we are given the scriptures to speak by the seer, be quick to hear and slow to speak, so the words of Yahweh will flow smoothly. Remembering that we have those hundreds of thousands of listeners came to listen to the righteous words of Yahweh and not that of confusion. So we have to be careful not to make worldly statements that can't be backed up by the Bible, but make those statements that can be backed up in the Bible. So we know, as it tells us in Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse number 7, it says, A time to rent, a time to sow, a time to keep silent, and a time to speak. And our time for speaking begins right now. We're going to pass our program over to our seer Israel and say, Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah, Yahweh, We heard a whole lot of things going on. You, you made so many positive statements. I, my pen could not <laughs> even write down everything we needed. So like, like I said, we're going, we're going to broadcast and and we let the spirit of Yahweh lead the lesson. Now we said those are next patients. And understand one thing, those are next to take. 
we um, basically teach spirit legs. And sometimes you might hear something. You might have one thing on your mind. Then all of a sudden, spirit of Yahweh says, no, 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 I know what you're saying, but no, we got to go in another direction. So you got to follow what the spirit says. That's simple as that. And once you learn that, then you know you're on the right track of the best as Yahweh. So that was excellent on your part. And early you've done your part in grand style. And here comes Donnie Yahweh. You said, let me say, you know, I'm going to do my part. I know, I, know what day, I know what time it is. I know it's my time to get in there and hide that microphone and give it all I got. She said, I'm about this thing, Siri Israel. Oh, Siri. Let's bring our daughter in to make sure she's ready to hide that microphone in grand style. So when you meet one of the supervisor care one daughter of Yahweh, Yahweh, get you there, Siri. Yahweh, bless you, Siri Israel, Siri.
and watch the best on bump their gongs, then go in the Bible and see if it's so. But I'm struggling right now, so I'm struggling right now. So, um, Lord, if you can help me out, I'm struggling out. I'm looking, I'm looking for something, and I'm struggling right now, daughter, elder. I'm struggling right now. I, I'm looking for how you know who's speaking. And I can't find a Bible to speak that real good, so um, you already know what we need. I appreciate it, Coach Elder. I mean, O.C., he's, he's struggling right now. So, um, daughter, you want to help O.C. out? I'm struggling right now, and elder, y'all will have to stay up. Right now, I'm struggling to get a precept with that. And I'm, I'm struggling big time. So, uh, we're, we're looking for our precept for Luke. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking for a precept on the fact that I'm out here. How do we know who uh, um, Luke has got a CC? We know the answer to that. What's the answer to it, brother? Mm-hmm. That's right. You're absolutely right. So you know, you, you, we know, we know, you know, well, Council Church, you be knowing, but you just ain't gonna do right. So now, in the 19th chapter of Acts, World Council Church, they said, "Look, we see, we know what you're looking for," and that's and that, and you do know, and you do know who are the people in the book too. You know that part, too. You know a whole lot of things. So what you do, you will jump your brick and hide your hand. So now, how do we know when we um, the right spirit is, is, is working with us? Let's see what we got going on, Elder, in Acts chapter 19. Pick it around about verse 13. Let's see what's going on and take it on down to verse 17. Let's see if we tie this in, Elder. And you know what we're going to do? And look what they got a message. Uh, Sir, would you break down John 3.16? We got some big dignitaries on the network. <laughs> would you break down John 3.16? Uh, we might. We might take a look at that, too. We don't know. But right now, right now, here, let's, see, let's see how we know what we know. Acts chapter 19, pick up verse 13 out of verse 17. Let's see if we get out of it. What we got out of this for here? Come on out, yo. Okay. Looking at um, Acts chapter 19, reading 13 to 17. And 13 says, Certain of the vagabond Jews, vagabond Jews, exorcists took upon them to call over them which had evil spirits, the name of the Yahweh, saying, We adjure you by Yahweh the Son, whom Paul preaches, 14. And there were seven sons of the Siva, a Jew, and chief of the priests which did so, 15. And the evil spirit answered and said, Yahweh the Son, I know, and Paul, I know, but who are ye? 16. And the man in whom the evil spirit was leapt on them, leaped on them, and overcame them, and prevailed against them. So they fled out of that house 
naked and wounded. 17, and this was known to all the Jews and the Greeks who dwell in Ephesus. And fear fell on them, and all the name of the Yahweh the Son was magnified. Mm-hmm. So um, that sounds real good, they So we might we got to take a look at that. A couple a couple things on that. So we got the word of all the Jews and the Greeks, and all the Jews that drill at Ephesus. And so we might take a look at that and see exactly what this word means, all the Jews and the Greeks in this case. What it means here in 30 verse 4 of Jeremiah. Let's see what all the Jews and the Greeks mean in this case, drilling at Ephesus. What do that mean in the book called Jeremiah 30 verse 4? What do this Jew and Greek mean according to 30 verse 4 in this case of Jeremiah? What do it mean to hell? In the book of Jeremiah, looking at chapter 33, verse number 4 says, And all these are the words that the Yahweh spake concerning Israel and concerning Judah. Mm-hmm. So this word Jew and Greek, according to 30 verse 4, well, we know Jew and Greek do not have a bloodline or genealogy. So that Jew and Greek must be what elder according to verse 30, verse 4? What that Jew and Greek must be according in this case? What it must be according to verse 30, verse 4? Concerning uh, Judah. Judah. And Judah and who else? Israel. And Israel. Concerning Israel and Judah. Southern kingdom, northern kingdom. Okay, good. So we got that point. Now, since the WCC made a profound statement based on what they just said about which we got some big dignitaries on the network, and would you break down John 3.16? Daughter Yaqua, let's take a peep at it. What does John 3.16 say, daughter? Hey, daughter, let's peep at it, daughter. And let's peep at and see exactly what do John 16, uh, 316 say. And then let's see if we tackle it a little bit there, daughter. 316, where does it say that, daughter? Of Yahqua, come on. Where's our daughter at? Where's our daughter of Yahqua at? Hey, you know, pick that verse of daughter. I'm here, Yahqua, be with you. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? All good. All good, daughter. St. John chapter 3, verse 16. For YHWH Yahweh so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Okay, good. So now, I hear a loud noise in the background there, daughter, so take off. Make me take that shoe and kind of bring that shoe. So I'm, 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 I'm going to hold on for a minute. We on this national radio broadcast, daughter. So um, can you can use not all that background noise back there, but we can uh, 
take a look at this uh, St. John 3.16. He says, Yahweh, read that verse again over here. Read that verse again. One more again. Read that okay. verse again. Uh, John 3.16. Read that again, El. Okay, John 3.16, verse 16 says, For Yahweh so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believed in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Mm-hmm. So whosoever believed on him, so so 3.16, he loved the world, and whosoever believed him will have eternal life. That's really nice. Now, daughter, let's see if we start dealing with that. And we'll pick it up around by verse number 10. A, a daughter, Yahqua. Let's pick it up around by verse number 10. John, let's back up a little bit. And St. John 3, let's, let's pick it around verse 10. Then we'll walk right down to verse 16 again. Matter of fact, what we'll do, we'll stop at verse number 14. Let's see if we take it this way, Lord. We go on to St. John 3, 10 down to verse 14. Let's see if we see what that's saying. 10 to 14, daughter of Yahweh, come on. Daughter of Yahweh. WCC, I'm having a problem with daughter's microphone. I'm getting a big delay on daughter's microphone. Can you say I'll be right there me? shortly. Okay. Okay, right, yeah. let me pick it up, sir. All right, when you're ready, daughter, just say hallelujah. When you say ready, your microphone going real good. Uh, just say hallelujah to old fear, and we know you're ready to go. Let's just let's see examine John 3.16, Elder, by looking at St. John 3, 10 down to verse 14. What do 10 down to verse 14 say? Come on. Okay, St. John. Chapter 3, I think it said 10 to 14. Verse number 10 says, Yahweh the Son answered and said unto him, Art thou a master of Israel, and knoweth not these things? 11. Verily, verily, I say unto thee, We speak that we do know, and testifies that we have seen, and ye receive not our witness. Verse number 12, if I have told you earthly things and ye believe not, how shall you believe if I tell you heavenly things? 13, and no man had ascended up to heaven, but he that came down from heaven, even the son of man, even the son of man, which is in heaven. 14. And as Moses lifted up and the serpent and the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up. Mm-hmm. So it seems this is a conversation going on, Elder. With who? Who is this conversation going? Who is who is he talking to? Planning this? He said, "Are you a ruler in Israel and you don't know these things?" Matthew three one. Let's, let's see if we get a hold on this conversation so we can really understand John 3.16. But to use it, an uh, illustrated example, he said, just like Moses raised up the serpent in the wilderness, so would the Son of Man be raised up 
So who is he talking to when we back up to verse 1 and we'll read down to verse 3? Who is he talking to? St. John 3, 1, 2, and 3. We talking to Jehovah. Come on. Okay, St. John's chapter 3, reading verses 1 to verse number 1 says, There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. Two, the same came unto Yahweh the Son by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know not thou art a teacher come from Yahweh, for no man can do these miracles that thou doest, except Yahweh be with him. Three, Yahweh the Son answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of Yahweh. Read verse 2 again, Adam. Verse number 2 says, Then came to Yahweh the Son by night, and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from Yahweh. For no man can do these miracles that thou doest, except Yahweh be with him. Mm-hmm. Read verse 1 again. Verse number 1 says, There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. Mm-hmm. He's a ruler of the Jews, huh? So he's a ruler of the Jews. And uh, now, precept in the verse 10. Let's see if we, for the national order's sake, let's make sure we clear on what we teach him. Verse 10, verse 10, he's a ruler of the Jews, right? So ruler of Jews make him a... Uh, <laughs> a master, a head dignitary. So since he's a ruler of Jews, what does that word mean when you precept your Bible in verse 10? Verse number 10. It says, Yahweh the Son answered and said unto him, Art thou a master of Israel and knoweth not these things? So so what he's what he saying, Elder, the word Jew have no place with his Bible. The word Jew have no place whatsoever. Either word going to be Israel or Judah or it don't even exist. But the word Jew have no place for the Bible. Because there's nothing genealogy about the word Jew. It's an easy, easy, if you are master in Israel and you know these things. So that word Jew we read in the first verse have no place in the Bible because it's a corrupt word for Judah. Judah, yeah. It just can't hold up. Because all Israel is, according to First Chronicles 9, is reckoned by what kind of way? Israel? I mean, uh, El. When we talk in Israel, Israelites, the Bible tell you exactly how they reckon. First Chronicles chapter 9, verse 1. So the word, you have no place in the Bible to bring in the word called Jewish or Judaism. It has no place when the proper teachers is teaching. And that's what we come to do is properly teach this national, especially the dictionary camp as we get prepared on our destiny to enlighten the world on certain things just have no place. 
And the words you just have no place to do with this Bible. Nothing at all. Because that corrupt word is polluted for Jesus. Because of how we know that? First Chronicles 9 1. How do we know that, First Chronicles 9 1? How do we know that? Uh, can you repeat that again, Brother Sia? I didn't hear it. Chronicles 9 1. Okay, in the book of uh, First Chronicles. Looking at chapter 9, reading uh, verse number 1. One says, So all Israel were reckoned by genealogies, and behold, they were written in the book of the king of Israel and Judah, who were carried away to Babylon for their transgressions. So all Israel is reckoned through genealogy. So all Israel and all Israel... It's how many elders in 49, 23? And the 40, the 49th chapter of Genesis, how many is all Israel? All Israel is reckoned to genealogy. So let me go to Genesis 49, 28. 49, 28. Let's see exactly how many is all Israel. So when you talk Israel, the Israelites, you must insert in the genealogy of the United. So in the 49th chapter, verse 23, make it 49, 23, how many is all Israel that we can read, verse 23? Okay. In the book of Genesis, chapter 49, reading verse 23. Well, make it 28. Hey, hey, make it 28. Okay. Make it verse 28. All right. I was going to say that didn't fit in. Verse number 28. 28 says, all these are the twelve tribes of Israel, and this is that their father spake unto them, and blessed them. Every one according to his blessing, he blessed them. Mm-hmm. So when you address the twelve tribes of Israel, Elder, they have to be addressed by genealogy. And any time it's pertaining to any of them, you have to be clear when they will insert names in there. So we got to, hey, now, daughter, whenever you're ready, say hallelujah, why, daughter, you know you're back on the scene. Now, I don't know, they have the WCC, World Council Churches, taking your microphone out or, or, or not. I don't know. But when you say hallelujah, why, and then we hear it, then we know we can kind of make a, a couple of adjustments. And well, right now, whatever we are right now, I guess that's where Yahweh wants to be. So we find out all Israel is second through genealogy. See, once you understand that when you're talking Israel, the Israelites, you're talking genealogy. That's how you'll be clear to understand who you are, because do you know one day this going to happen in the 11th chapter of the book of Isaiah? You, do you know something's going to happen? And then, But if you don't, something's going to happen. And it's written in the 11th chapter of the book of Isaiah. You know? Something's going to happen in Isaiah chapter 13. Something's going to happen. Let's see what's going to happen that we can read. That's going to happen in verse 9. We're going to look at 13 verse 9. Then we're going to skip down to verse 15 and 16. 
So something's going to happen, Bill. Let's see what's going to happen at the seer put it in writing by the angel. In Isaiah 13, verse 9, 15, and 16. What are you talking about the Come on. In the book of Isaiah, reading chapter 13, going to verse number 9 and verse number 15 and 16. 9 says, Behold, the day of the Yahweh cometh, cruel both with wrath and fierce anger, to the land desolate, and to the land, and laid the land desolate, and he shall destroy the sinners. Therefore, out of it. Number 15 Everyone that is found Shall be thrust through And everyone that is joined Unto them shall fall By the sword 16 Their children also shall be dashed Pieces before their eyes Their houses shall be soiled And their wives ravished Hmm Hmm so, according to what you're reading there, Elder, when Yahweh do come, oh, I love to see when Yahweh come, <laughs> all might come. But according to verse 9, he coming with cruel, he coming cruel, wrath, both with wrath, and 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 who he going to take care of first, according to verse 9, it's a sinner. He said he coming to whoop. So now, is, is, are you prepared for the return of Yahweh today? Because we just read it, of course. Read that verse again, Elders 13, verse 9. Now, the Spirit is writing what the angel is telling him to write. How Yahweh coming. Everybody, I'll, I'll be glad when he comes and takes me away. You understand something? We just found out. According to 13, verse 9, they're going to tell you exactly how he's coming. Read again, Elder Lamar audio, Elder, uh, kind of get that microphone a little bit more for the National Order to be clear. That when Yaqua do come, the Almighty One coming, according to verse 9, how's he coming and what's on his mind when he comes. What did it say, Elder? 13, verse 9. Isaiah 13, verse 9 says, Behold, the day of the Yaqua cometh, both with wrath and fierce anger, to lay the land desolate, and he shall destroy the sinners, therefore out of it. Uh-huh. So, yeah, if we don't get none of this after the lesson, we clear one thing, that when he coming, he coming cruel, both the wrath, and he going to whoop on, beat up on the sinner. That's what he's going to beat up on. So we know that the, the world council churches, they're going to get beat down. You know, the Latter-day Saints going to get beat down. You know, the Roman Catholic Church with all of them came out. They all going to get beat, beat down because they all are similar. You see, you see, you see me coming up. So if you, you offer into the Latter-day Saints, if you are a member of the Roman Catholic Church, uh, you're a member of the WCC World Council Churches, you clear how he coming. Here, that's not fair. You will be teaching on John 3.16. Well, we're going to get on John 3.16, man. That we see, see. But he's going to whoop all the sinners. And we know that all the three major 
ministering is settled. How we know? Um, St. John 3, verse 4. So we, so we clear, so if you're a member of the Latter-day Saints, the Roman Catholic Church, or the WCC, World Catholic Churches, you're a sinner. And the Bible definition of being a sinner is 3, verse 4. Hey, Elder, what is saying St. John on the right side of the book 3, verse 4? What is saying the Bible definition of being a sinner? The book of St. John. Looking at chapter 3, reading verse number 4. 4 says, Nicodemus said unto him, How can a man be born when he is born? Oh, hold on, y'all. Hold on, y'all. First Uh-oh. John on the right side of the book. All on the right side of the book. First John 3, verse 4. Oh, first John. on the right side of the book. Yeah. What is it saying? First John 3, verse 4 on the right side of the book. What is it saying to him? First John, chapter 3, verse number 4. 4 says, Whosoever committed sin transgresses also the law. For sin is the transgression of the law. He said, so whosoever. So if you if you transgressing the law, you're a sinner. So if you're not keeping the law, you're a sinner. And we just read in verse 9, when he comes, that's what we're going to whoop. He's whooping a sinner first. So are you a sinner? Now, this dignitary, she uh, she talked about this herself, big dignitary. And it's time, what does she say about this position of being a sinner? For your first job uh, working as an intern with yeah. Will Smith, yeah. you say to them, yeah. look, I have to have the Sabbath yeah. off. Yeah. Which, may I just confess that I learned in my first meeting with Devon, all these years I thought the Sabbath was Sunday. Yeah. I've been going to church. We say worship on the Sabbath, worship on the Sabbath in the Baptist church. And you corrected me. You said, no, Sunday is the first day of the week. Yeah. Sabbath is Friday sundown to Saturday sundown. That's right. That's I right. stand corrected. <laughs> Amen. So you go to your first job yeah. with Will Smith yeah. and say, look, I'm really excited to be here. But uh, I have to have Friday. Friday night sundown, Saturday night sundown off. Hmm. And what you go through brings what's already in you out. Okay. So what path or religion are you mm-hmm. in your pursuit of perfection with God? <laughs> what, 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 what are um, you? I was raised Seventh-day Adventist. Okay. And what um, does that mean? Seventh-day Adventist is a Christian denomination. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that we believe is observing the Sabbath. Mm-hmm. Uh, so from a young child, you know, being brought up, I was always brought up with Sabbath observance. So Friday night sundown, Saturday night sundown, as mentioned in the Ten Commandments, remember the seventh day to keep it holy. Uh, and then also Jesus uh, observes Sabbath as well. Yeah. So it's one day where I don't check my emails, I don't respond to work calls, I don't read From Friday night. Friday night sundown. Sundown. To Saturday Friday. night sundown. Yeah. No work. You don't check your emails? No. That's, that's, like, a, there's a that's, like, that's like against the commandment of Hollywood, that thou shalt carry thy blackberry at all times. But you know what? Here's the good yes. thing. When you set boundaries. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Up front. Up front. Here's what my commitment is. So we all agree. I Before love this, Before we even Devon. take the job or go yeah. down the road. Yeah. Here's the commitment. Yeah. Are we all agreeing this is okay? Mm-hmm. So then all I have to do is just make sure I keep the commitment. Yeah. Because the moment I break it yes. is the moment they realize, oh, well, he wasn't that serious. Mm-hmm. 
But for me, Sabbath is a time to recharge. It's a time to rest. It's a time to spend time with my family. Uh, it's a time to spiritually reconnect. Yeah. Um, it's incredible. What is interesting is that you allow your faith, yeah. your belief in God, to be at the forefront of who you are yeah. in a place where most of us, and you even say in the book, I remember when I said to my father, uh, I was like 13, 14, that I, I'm going to be an actress. No daughter of mine is going to be going out to Sodom and Gomorrah. Oh, boy. Sodom and Gomorrah. You know the line. Sodom yes. and Gomorrah. Sodom and Gomorrah. Yeah, right. So you're living in what a lot of certainly traditional Christian people see yeah. Hollywood as the land of everything but following the path of, of your faith. How, how, how do you make it out there? <laughs> well, you make it by being true to yourself. Mm-hmm. And like literally for your, for your first job, I'm mean, sorry yeah. to interrupt. Okay. For your first job, uh, working as an intern with yeah. Will Smith, yeah. you say to them, yeah. look, I have to have the Sabbath yeah. off, yeah. which may I just confess that I learned in my first meeting with Devon, all these years I thought the Sabbath was Sunday. Yeah. I've been going to church. We say worship on the Sabbath, worship on the Sabbath in the Baptist church. And you corrected me. You said, no, Sunday is the first day of the week. Sabbath is Friday sundown to Saturday sundown. That's right. That's I right. stand corrected. <laughs> Amen. So you go to your first job yeah. with Will Smith yes. and say, look, I'm really excited to be here, but well, I have to have Friday. Friday night sundown, Saturday night sundown off. And what happened was it was. Were you scared to say that? Yeah, I was scared. It didn't. It wasn't intentional. Like you, it wasn't intentional. It wasn't intentional. But I'm there in the interview. Yes. And God starts to literally. It feels like He's speaking to me. You know, because she everything goes great. I feel like okay, yeah, I got this in the bag. You know, how you just go in and you, you yeah, land. Hey, it's God. all good. But at the end of the interview, it was like God was saying, "Tell her about the Sabbath." And I'm like. No, I'll tell her after I get the internship. Yeah. After I get the <laughs> after job, I get what I want. I'll tell them. Right. Yeah. But he said, no, be obedient. And so I said, man, all right, well, here's the thing. I can't take this internship if I have to work Friday night sundown to Saturday night sundown because I observe the Sabbath. And she was quiet. And then after a moment, she said, don't worry, work around that. And I said, hallelujah. And what it did was wow. it gave me confidence that if I embrace who I am, wow. it will open doors, not shut them. Also, that's really big. Hold that a moment. Pause. Tweet, tweet. <laughs> okay, good. Go ahead. We're <laughs> about doors, right? Yeah. If your faith won't fit in the door that opens, yeah. then I argue do not walk through that door. The door that God Whoa, has opened boy, for you moment. will fit your faith. That's a, such a tweet, tweet. I have to take a break. <laughs> I, have to, I have to take a break and tweet that myself. All right. Okay, we'll be right back. Um.
verse 4, then read that verse 9 again. I need, to, I need to know who behind this conversation in Isaiah 13, verse 4 and 9. Hey, yo, what's going on in Isaiah 13, verse 4 and 9? In the book of Isaiah, going back to chapter um, 13, reading verses 4 and verse number 9. Verse number 4 says, Isaiah chapter 13, verse number 4. The noise of a multitude in the mountains, like as of a great people, a tumorous noise, a tremendous noise of the kingdom, the nations gathered together. The Yahweh of hosts mustered the host of the battle. And then verse number nine. Nine says, the day of the Yahweh cometh, cruel, both in wrath and fierce anger, to lay the land desolate, and he shall destroy the sinners thereof out of it. Hmm. We find out in verse 4, Yahweh is the one most of the battle. And when he comes, he's going to destroy the sinners out of it. And what do we say in 941 there? They over in St. John. What do we say in St. John 941? Now, so we clear now in tape number 9, are you a sinner? When he comes, he's going to destroy the sinners out. Um, he'll book the sinners first. So what do we say in St. John 9.41 about the sinners there? Now he's talking to those that got here to hear in St. John 9.41. And what do he say about the sinners? St. John 9.41. What do he say? St. John chapter 9, verse 41 says, Yahweh the Son said unto them, If you were blind, you would have no sin. But now you say, we see. Therefore, your sins remain. Uh-huh. So, Oprah, uh, Oprah was a, was a 925, the same book. Oprah was a 925. What he says in Oprah, the big dignitary, the big billionaire, she once was a a 925. What, what is it again in St. John 925? St. John chapter 9, reading verse 25 says, He answered and said, Whether he be a sinner or no, I know not. One thing I know that whereas I was blind, now I see. Oh, so hey, hey, can we come to the conclusion that a uh, big dignitary Oprah, she was blind, but now she see that she been going to worship on the wrong day. Could, could we plainly say that she was blind, but now she see him? Hallelujah. Then what happens if she don't make no adjustment? Because she was blind, but now she see. What do Yahweh say in verse 41 behind that again, Once you say you know, okay, you know, okay, good. Then what did Yahweh say behind that, Elder? 
Verse 41 says, Yahuwah the Son said unto them, If you were blind, you would have no sin. But now you say, we see. Therefore, your sins remain. That's big talk. So whatever <laughs> Oprah is doing today, Adam, she knows the truth. So if she's not keeping it the Sabbath day, according to verse 41, how does she stand, Adam, according to verse 941? Huh? Kept the national audience. Because she said she knows. Oh, she said, thank you for informing me that I worship on the wrong day. And she said, no, I know now. It's Friday night, Saturday night. So according to verse 41, it'll reach out again and, and break it down to the national audience. What is he saying in verse 41? Read that 41 again. 41 says, Yahweh the Son said unto them, If you were blind, you would have no sin. But now you say, We see. Therefore, your sins remain. Mm. Give me 5.14 of St. John, Daniel. Same book, St. John, 5.14. Book of St. John, chapter 5, reading verse number 14, says, Afterward, Yahweh the Son findeth him in the temple, and said unto him, Behold, thou art made whole. Sin no more, lest a worse thing come unto thee. Wow! So once you know it, and you pay the Friday night, Saturday night, no, never mind, he found the man in the temple, he told him what again in verse 14, Elder? 14 says, Afterwards, Yahweh the Son findeth him in the temple, and said unto him, Behold, thou art made whole. Sin no more, lest a worse thing come unto thee. Ain't that something? So once you know that the worship day of the Bible it's sundown Friday and sundown Saturday, but you pay it no never mind, and you know about it. According to what the elder just, just read, the worst thing going to come up on you. So sometimes you wonder about why why things happen all of a sudden. Now you, 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 you found out he can. He said, you didn't make a hole. So you made a hole when you keep it Friday night, Saturday night, and know about it. And all of a sudden you just forget it, pay it no never mind. Feast days, pay no never mind. Now when the worst thing come upon you, but you wanna you wanna but you wanna take heed to the message and do um uh, mark one fifteen. What you wanna do is do a mark one fifteen. See once you hear the message and it's gone back onto you, folks, oh, wait a minute. You're supposed to hear the message of Mark one fifteen. What is that in Mark one fifteen, El? Book of Mark, the one reading verse 15 says, And saying, The time is fulfilled, and the kingdom of Yahweh is at hand. Repent ye, and believe the covenant. God. Once you understand this thing, you know about it. You have to repent. So, okay, they got away from me. My mama, my parents were taking me, and they got away from me. But now it came back to me. 
So I got to repent. Because you want, you want your sins blotted out. Time of, of, of what, Elder? And Isaiah 13, verse 9. So you want your sins blotted out before Isaiah 13, verse 9. You're getting a jump start. What it says again in Isaiah 13, verse 9, you want to make sure, you know, you might be skinning and grinning, you find your $10 and everything. If you want to make sure you repent before Yahweh do what again um, in 13, verse 9, Elder, of Isaiah? 9 says, Behold, the day of the Yahweh cometh, cruel, both with wrath and fierce anger, to lay the land desolate. And he shall destroy the sinners thereof out of it. He gonna destroy who? 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 Who he gonna get first, Elder? He gonna destroy the sinners, take them out. That's and the biblical definition of sinners: those is not keeping Friday night, Saturday night. So now remember, the world counts the churches. They don't keep Friday night, Saturday night. The Roman Catholic Church, they don't keep Friday night, Saturday night. But out of they think they, you know, they, they in and out. You know, they ain't keeping, <laughs> I mean, truly keeping Friday night, Saturday night. So now you're clear what you're saying. So what he says in, um, what he says we can read in Isaiah 55, 1 down to verse 3 of them. Hell. What is it in Isaiah 55, 1, 2, and 3? In the book of Isaiah 55, reading verses 1 to verse number 3, 1 says, Oh, every man that thirsts, thirsts, come in, ye, to the waters, and he that has no money, come ye, buy and eat. Come ye, buy wine and milk without money and without price. Two, wherefore do ye spend money for that which is not bread, and your labor for which is satisfied not? Hearken diligently unto me, and ye that which is good, and let your soul delight itself in fatness. Three, incline your ear. He said, Verse 3, and crying your ear, come unto me, hear, and your soul shall live. And I will make an everlasting covenant with you, even the sure mercies of David. Oh, so he said, why spend that money for that which is not bread? So if you're spending any money on Sunday, you know, tithe, free will offer, and donations, to any Sunday or place of worship, you spend your mind with that was not bread. Because that's not the day that the Bible requires, and we don't find that out. He coming to whoop all the sinners, so you spend money with a, um, a ministry on Sunday, anytime Sunday, you're not getting no, no credit for it. Because he coming to whoop them, and he says, um, he says, um, well, I spend that money for that was not bread and labor, and you tired behind. You you so tired behind, you come out, out from one of them Christian churches, 
how you want to do, go somewhere and eat a bottle of chicken, hog, and chicken, hog, and um, cow you can get your mouth on. And wonder why you got so many problems with your body. Why got all these problems with your body? Because what you, your intake, because you spend your money with that and not bread, and them demons them jumped on you so bad, and now you try to eat up everything you get your hand on when, once you leave that establishment. But look what he says in verse number 55, verse 6. Hell, 6 down to verse 8. He's still talking. Look what he says right here. 6 down to verse 8. Verse number 6 says, Seek ye the Yahweh, while he may be found. Call ye upon him while he is near. 7. Let the wicked forsake his way, and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return unto Yahweh, and he will have mercy upon him. And to our Yahweh, for he will abundantly pardon. Verse number eight says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Yahweh. You got a whole lot of this man. It says, Seek Yahweh why he may be found. Call upon him. Why he's near, he said, let the wicked forsake the, the way, his way. So he's saying the wicked, he said, look here, let the wicked continue doing what they're doing, but don't you be wicked. Now, not big talk of that now, my sister, now she took your answer now. Now he don't brought the wicked in. Now he's saying the wicked. Read that again about the wicked again in verse number seven. He said, let the wicked continue doing what they're doing. But don't you follow the wicked, oh, 12 tribes of Israel, see, right? He let the wicked continue doing what they're doing. Huh? Read that again in verse number seven. That's a big verse you read there, oh. Let's hear that verse again with a little more audio. I think I think you want to sum up on something, yo. Verse number seven. What does it say? Seven, seven says, let the wicked forsake his way. And the unrighteous man, his thoughts. And let him return let the unto the Yahweh. Let the wicked forsake his way. And what, the unrighteous what, man. I mean, but what is he saying here? Let the wicked forsake his way. What, what is he saying? I mean, yo, we got a lot of time because we're still waiting on WCC today working on the microphone. And daughter, microphone not ready yet. So, can you enlighten the national audience about what? Is, what does that mean? Let the wicked forsake his way. What? What that mean, Hill? This is saying, let him give up his uh, wicked ways, forsake his wicked ways, give oh. it up. Oh, give it up. Let him forsake his wicked ways. And, 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 what, and what he called them that, that got these kind of ways, he called them the what? The next verse next says unrighteous man. No, no. What, unrighteous man, no, his thoughts. Hey, yo. Hold on, yo. Hold on, yo. What do he call them that he wants to take, take his ways? And in the beginning of verse 7, he got a name for them. He called them. He said, let the who? Okay, he was emphasizing let the wicked. Oh, 
there you go, Hillary. Let the wicked defect his way. So he's talking about the wicked. There you go. Now, 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 you don't, now we work with something else. He's telling the wicked. Let the wicked defect his way. Now we got to find out, you know, by being <coughs> biblical, godly, detected, expert research of biblically, we're going to do some detective work on this wicked. He says, let the wicked defect his way. In the book of Isaiah 26, verse 10, A.L., in 26, verse 10 of the book of Isaiah, you're still talking about Isaiah, but what do we say in 26, verse 10? Now, this verse came from above. That, that verse put, put in my head on the wall. You can see it. Now, bring in 26, verse 10. Okay. I'm bring it in. But it's saying 26, verse 10. Let the wicked mistake their way. 26, verse 10. Isaiah 26, verse number 10 says, Let favor he be shown to the wicked, yet he will not learn righteousness. In the land of uprightness, he will deal unjustly and will not behold the majesty of the Yahweh. Ain't that something? Ain't that something? You mean, hell, you mean we can go sit around <laughs> the wicked and show them that the right day is Friday night, Saturday night, his name is the four letters, Y-H-W-H. We should not be eating no, no hogs and shrimp and lobster. You show the, the wicked that, but according to 26, I don't care how you bring it. You can bring it where you smooth mouth or pull it off, off a back of a meat truck. You get ready to bite down the meat and say, come on, big bulldog, don't bite that meat. You can make a big bulldog closing my Yaqua, be with you. Hallelujah. 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 Excellent. Excellent, daughter. Now, 26 verse 10. Hell, that's a big verse you just put on the table. I ain't no way why I let that verse get away. 26 verse 10. Read again, Hell. Because you're so full of that. You know, I've been accused of being everything but the, the man of Yahweh. I've been accused of being everything. Copies and everything. I've been accused of being everything. But I've never accused of being the man of Yahweh. I wonder why. They always put put a they always put a um a a a dolly They always put a fifty the fifty eight verse three on the seer. They always do what? Isaiah 58 verse 3. Where did they say that dog? Isaiah chapter 58 verse 3. Well, make it Psalms, daughter. Hey, daughter, make it the book of Psalms 58 verse 3. Take your time there, daughter. 58 verse 3. Psalm chapter 58 verse 3. Psalm chapter 58, verse 3. The wicked are estranged, estranged from the womb. They go astray as soon as they be born, speaking lies. Well, well, 
to the wicked do not They go astray as soon as they be born speaking lies. Ain't that something? You mean Dan L. Hey, give me the 64, 1 through 9 uh, of daughter. Had it waiting on me. But daughter, wait a minute now. No, L. Wasn't there again? But see, a lot of us like you. Well, I'm going over to these um, big dignitary churches and I'm going to try to straighten them out. I'm going to try to. Um, have a three-way phone call with, with these people about the Bible. <laughs> but what do we say in 26 verse 10, Elder? Again, 26 verse 10. What does the Bible say to the fear of Isaiah 26 verse 10? Verse number 10 says, Let favor be showed to the wicked, yet he will not learn righteousness. In the land of uprighteousness, he will deal unjustly and will not behold the majesty of the Yahweh. My, my, my. So I don't care how you talk to hell. I don't care how you try to talk to the wicked. They ain't going to do that, is See, this Bible is the greatest piece of literature it is. I don't care how you talk to the wicked. You can talk just a smooth and low-key and quote the king's language, <laughs> but when it's all said and done, what's the wicked going to do here according to verse 10? Take on what? Take on what? Not he will not learn. Real. He will not learn. Say what? He will not learn. He will not learn righteousness, even though favor shows They're not going to learn righteousness. They're not going to learn righteousness. They don't get mad at you. And what's the biblical definition of righteousness? Elder 25, uh, 625 of Deuteronomy. So the wicked. When you show the wicked what the Bible's saying, they don't they don't want to put you out. They're gonna tell you you got to leave. When you show them that the name Jehovah is a corrupt, polluted word for the Y H W A, they all said they won't put you out. Hey, you got to leave. They're calling you a devil. And you show them that the word Jehovah is, is totally wrong. They said, no, Jehovah is wrong. His name is the four letters. Big dignitaries that knew that he had an opportunity, you know, um, to put the true name in. He chose to go with a wrong name. It don't make no sense. Then they get mad at you and put you out. Hey, you got to leave. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to find out whoever your overseer is and how he stands, it's better know that um, show him this 26 verse 10. He says, show favor. Let your favor to the wicked. Yet will he not learn righteousness. I mean, I don't care. You're not going to learn. They're not going to learn righteousness. And, and what they're not going to learn, the other six verse 25 do the right. What they're not going to learn? Deuteronomy chapter 6, 25 says, And there shall be our righteousness if we observe to do all these commandments of our instructions before the Yahweh, our Yahweh, as he commanded so they're not us. Gonna, so they're not going to learn righteousness and righteous keeping the law, statutes, and commandments. 
tell you it's done away with. They're going to tell you it don't make no difference about what day you need to keep or what his name is. It don't make no difference. But, but, but we as a biblically scholarly detective agency in the biblical word of Yahweh expert, how can we find somebody if you don't give them no description about what, what, what their characteristics? How can we set up something to find somebody you want us to find if you don't give us the proper details? So you got to give us proper details so we can know exactly who you want to go search for. You got to tell me something about it. What did he last have on? What did she last have on? What do they like to do? What, is, what place do they normally be at? You can sit traps up. Or she likes to go to Joe Miles Lounge. You're all okay. And she's a great dancer. Okay, good. Joe Miles Lounge, it's fine with that. Is. Let's go see if we watch anybody over there. That's a great dancer. That fits his description. But they tell you in the Christian world, it don't make no difference what they look like. It makes no difference about what they, what day to keep. See what they do? See? You show favor to the wicked, but it's all right. See? See, sometimes you are unfinished. You really wonder why your loved one just ain't going to do right. And then you shot the ball spot and you're here trying to figure out, like you understand that, that that when a man comes back, he can whoop the sinner. And a sinner's the one not keeping Friday night, Saturday night. And once you know this and you don't do it, he's going to get you. But then they get mad at you won't put you out. Tell you, you got to leave. You got to leave. <laughs> Right. <laughs> but now we found out why I got I got to leave. You show the you show the wicked the truth, and they gonna tell you you got to leave. So now the young now you recognize who who the wicked is. The one when you show them the Bible saying, and they get punched in the shoulder, eyes start turn all around, and you recognize oh that's my that's my brother that's my auntie that's my sister. Oh, I'm doing the Bible saying, and they're looking at me like I'm um, kicking them or uh, uh, sick lucky on them or something. I ain't sick lucky on you. Why are you looking at me like that and me reading the scripture? I don't care what that Bible says. See that? Then you know that's a wicked member among your your family. Then you got to accept what the Bible saying. Now, dog. In the 64th chapter of Isaiah, I mean Psalms, yes, Lord, now the angel came from heaven. He came from heaven. And he was talking to David about something in 64, 1 to verse 9. And what did he say that this national audience over 900,000 strong on the international side? What's going on with this 64, 1 down to verse 9, daughter? Come on. The book of Psalms. Chapter 64, verse 1 through 9. Verse 1 reads, Hear my voice, O Y-H-W-H, Yahweh, and my prayer. Preserve my life from fear of the enemy. Verse 2. Hide me from the secret counsels of the wicked, from the insurrection of the workers of sin, iniquity. Verse 3. Who wet their tongue like a sword and bend their bows, who shoot their arrows, even bitter words. Verse 4. 
that they may shoot in secret at the perfect. Suddenly do they shoot at him and fear not. Verse 5. They encourage themselves in an evil manner. They consume. They commune of laying snares. Secretly. Trapped secretly. They say, who shall see them? Verse 6. They search out iniquity. They accomplish a diligent search, both the inward thought of every one of them, and the mind is deep. Verse 7, but the YHWH Yahweh shall shoot at them with an arrow. Suddenly shall they be. So they shall make their own tongue to fall upon themselves. All that see them shall flee away. Verse 9, and all men shall fear and shall declare the work of YHWH Yahweh, for they shall wisely consider of his doing. That big coffee, big reading there, daughter. You might offend that up, though. Give me a chance to left. You might offend that up, daughter. You talking, you talking some powerful, you doing some powerful, bring it on in now, daughter. So you might have just been Psalm chapter 64, verse 10. There's only verse 10. Psalm chapter 64, verse 10. The righteous shall be glad in the YHWH Yahweh and shall trust in him. And all the upright in mind shall honor. That's big. That's big. That's big talk. You got to hold one again, though. Verse 1, Psalm chapter 64, verse 1. Hear my voice, O YHWS Yahweh, in my prayer. Preserve my life from the fear of the enemy. From the, from the fear of uh, uh, who, daughter? From the fear of who, daughter? The enemy. The enemy. Here is the angel coming down from heaven to tell David, hey, David, up the road, you have enemies that come out of your loins to come and and tell them, hear my voice, O Yahweh, in my prayer. Precept chapter 18, verse 7. You know, our prayer got to, we got to make some adjustment on our prayer. And wisdom of Solomon, 18, verse 7, daughter. Can we get a precept out of 18, verse 7, daughter? Wisdom of Solomon, 18, verse 7. What does it say? The wisdom of Solomon. The wisdom of Solomon. Chapter 18, verse 7. The wisdom of Solomon, chapter 18, verse 7. Verse 7 reads, So, of thy people was accepted both the salvation of the righteous and destruction of the enemies. So we got to get our prayer lines right. So we got to accept what Yahweh are going to do. Read it again, daughter. A little more audio, daughter. I mean, I mean, look, when we, when we, 
down and teach our loved ones how to pray and they prayer. You got to accept both. This is what you got to accept. When you're praying for Yahweh to do other places, Almighty, you got to accept both. This is what you got to do according to wise man in the world say you got to accept both. What do you say again in 18 verse 7? The book the book of the wisdom of Solomon, <clears throat> chapter 18, verse 7. Verse 7 reads, So of thy people was accepted both the salvation of the righteous and destruction of the enemy. Now that's a big, that, hey, no, that's a big verse. <laughs> so we, so we got we to gotta accept both. For us to get to what we got to get to, and put everything back in order, we got to accept both. We got to accept what is a door. According to what you read, what do we got to accept both in? We got to accept both. According to 18 verse 7, what do we got to accept both about? Come on. We have to accept both the salvation of the righteous and the destruction of the enemy. Ah, my, my. You mean that Bible saying that? Now, we got to run down, though. Well, who would you send me then? Let's run to, let's run to the book of Esther. And let's find out about this enemy. We got to know about this enemy. And we got to, we got to accept. The destruction of this enemy. You got to accept both salvation of our people and the destruction of our enemy. We got to accept both. Let's take, let's, take a, let's take a look at that, daughter, by going to Esther chapter 3, verse 1 and 2, then 8 down to verse 14. Let's see if we get somebody going to Esther chapter 3. Verse 1, 2, 8 down to verse 14. Take your time there, God, and raise your voice up a little bit more. I think you'll start up on something. we got to deal with this. Except both, we got a wicked and we got the enemy. All on all on this lesson, take number 9. Let's talk about it, daughter. 3, 1, 2, 8 to 14 of Esther. E-S-T-H-E-R. Come on. Is that in the regular book or? Regular book. Yeah, making a regular book. Yeah, making a regular book, daughter. Okay. What, what verses? What verses? Uh, three, one, and two, to eight down to verse fourteen. What we what we trying to do, daughters? We trying to run down. Well, who just that we reading about? And uh, the angel came down to David in sixty-four, verse four, and says, uh, "Hear my voice, oh Yahweh." David talking. Angels right there listen to him. I pray. Preserve my life from fear of the enemy. That was that was going on. So we gotta find out who this enemy that you gotta preserve your life from. That's what he wanted. Angel came down and respond to him. Talking good stuff to him. But we go on to Esther, E S T A T R three, one and two, and eight down in verse fourteen. Let's tie in. This enemy, come on. The book of Esther, the regular book of Esther, 
chapter 3, verse 1, 2, and 8 through 14. Verse 1, after these things, King Ahasuerus promoted Haman, the son of Hamedada, the Agagite, and advanced him and set his seat above all the princes that were with him. Verse 2. And all the king's servants uh, that were oh, that king. Oh, that's more, that's more, that's Hamadotus. So now, we find out that, now these now, let's, let's draw the picture. The one in rulership right now is called Japhetic people. It's called Hawaii people. Now, this Haman, he's from uh, Hamadotus. He don't find a way to get in with, with them. He don't find a way to ease his way in. And then have a doctor, the aggregate, the sinner of he's um he's um Haman, he don't found a way to squeeze himself in to be the right hand man of the Japanese peoples, which they call the Hawaii people. The one called Holo Aloha, you know, with the hula hoops and all that in Hawaii. These are people that Haman have eased in and rose to be the second man in charge. So now he's sitting there by being the second man in charge. Now what he said in verse two, my fact read verse two and three. What did what did he say about being the second man in charge? Come on, dog. Verse two and three. The book of Esther, chapter three, verse two and three. Verse two reads. And all the king's servants that were in the king's gate bowed in reverence Haman, for the king had so commanded concerning him. But Mordecai bowed not, nor did him, nor did him reverence. But the king's servants, which were in the king's gate, said unto Mordecai, Why transgresses the king's? Commandment. Mm-hmm. Now, hold on, bro. Hey, bro, I, I think you're on. Now, this Haman, this Haman guy right here, rose up to be second in command, and then he had his servants by being second. And he asked Mordecai, he's a Mordecai, why are you uh, transgressed against? The big dignitaries, everybody bowed out, and you didn't do it. Why are you transgressing, Mordecai? That's what he's saying. Mm-hmm. That's what he's saying. Now, I wanna, now, daughter, I want to hold that for a minute. I want to go to the 13th chapter. Now you go to your pocket for now on the 13th chapter. I want to I wanna find out something now, daughter. Now, 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 look what you're working with, daughter. You're working with a man named Haman. Now, he got himself in a position to be the second in the rulership of the Japhetic people, which is the day called the Hawaii, the Samoan people, the big rascals, big old, big old rascals. That's what they look like. Matter of fact, they look like uh, they call this guy named Rock. His mother, his mama was one of these people. His mama was one of these people right here when Judah got over there 
his daddy was a wrestler, and he produced the rock from this woman right here, the white people called the rock. That famous guy called the rock, Lord of the wrestling, and they called them pretty, all them good movies and stuff. His mama was static one. So I'm drawing your picture with scholarly investigation on this. So now, but we want to back up and find out about Hannah a little bit more. So we're going to 13 verse 1. Let's read a little bit. Let's find out more about this. And I never read book. We're going to read a little bit till we get our point. Let's find out about him getting to that position, though. What was on his mind that we can read biblically? 13, 13, pick up verse 1, read a little bit. Out uh, of that red book, come on. Daughter? Out of the pocket for that red book, 13, verse 1. Hey, WCC, okay, you have a problem with the microphone. Mm-hmm. Can you say you, you want to look at that? I'm going to take care of John 3.16 before it's over. But I want to follow this up just a little bit more. Then we're going to take care of John 3.16. So we get, we get it that I know you got your big digger chair and want to hear John 3.16. But before we get to that, we're going to get a little bit of this right here. 13 verse 1. Read with it, Esther chapter 13 verse 1. In a read. The copy of the letters was this. The great king, Artaxerxes, writing these things to the prince and the governors that are under him from India unto Ethiopia. In 107 and 20 provinces, Verse 2, after that, I became the Yahweh over many nations and had dominion over the whole world, not lifted up with presumption of my authority, but carrying myself always with equity and mildness. I propose to settle my subjects continually in a quiet life and make my kingdom peaceable and open for passage to the utmost coast to renew peace, which is desired of all men. Now, when I ask, when I ask my counselors how this might be brought to pass, Haman, that excelled in wisdom among us, and was approved for his constant goodwill and steadfast fidelity, and had the honor of the second place in the kingdom. Verse 4, declare unto us that in all nations throughout the world there were scattered a certain malicious people and continually despised the commandment of kings. So as the uniting of our kingdom honorably intended by us can go forward. Well, hold on, daughter. Hold on, daughter. Hold on, daughter. Okay. Now, daughter, now, now this thing, Amon, is tainted. So now read that verse 3 again. Now, remember, this king, Sam, he's called he's Jebetic. He used to call us Jebet. 
No, a lot of big camp teachers that start on you just be taught over. No, just the bad people, just the wily people today. Now, now, daughter, now you brought, now you brought some good stuff in. The king said, "Listen, I, I rule 120 provinces. Uh, I'm the head of the Medes and the Persians. See, all these people are just dark-skinned people. Medes and the Persians, they dark-skinned people, you know." Of color, like your white people, you know, a lot of them got that called straight hair with ways and good hair. That's what's going on here. But a profound statement was said in verse 3 there, daughter. I'll read that verse 3 again, daughter. The book of Esther, chapter. The book of Esther, chapter 13, verse 3. Verse 3. Now, when I asked my counselors how this might be brought to pass, Haman that excelled in wisdom among us and was approved for his constant goodwill and steadfast fidelity and had the honor of the second place in the kingdom. Stop right there. Now, stop right there. That's big, that's big talk. That was, he, 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 hey, hey, dog. This man was a man that was, he got into a hybrid Kingdom. And you just read he was the uh, he worked himself up to be what again, daughter? According to verse uh he worked himself up to be what again, daughter? And verse three. And had the honor and of the second line. place in and had the honor of the second place in the kingdom. Ain't that something. So this Henry he worked himself up to be second in the kingdom. Now, Elder, go back to the regular book and start at verse number one, Esther 3 1, Elder. Now, I just want to highlight something. Now, you hear what's going on here? This man worked himself up to be the second man in rulership. Mm-hmm. That's right. Now, in the book of Esther, out of the regular book, Elder. Pick up verse 1 again. Let's read a bit and find out a little bit more about this second man and rulership. Mm-hmm. 3-1, Elder. Come on, Elder. 3-1. One says, after these things, they kept the king, Arizaris, promote Haman, the sons of Echidamia, the Agonite, and advanced him and set his feet above all the princes that were with him. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Come on, read some up. What else about it? Two, and all the king's servants were in the king's gate, bowed, and revenged Haman, for the king had no uh, had so commanded concerning him. But Mordecai bowed not, nor did him re- revenge. Three. So Mordecai, the king's servant, he didn't bow, he didn't give no reverence. So Mordecai didn't do, as we know, Haman held most of his way up to be the second child. And everybody else bowed the knee when they seen Haman coming uh, about them. You know, yes, yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir. Yes, a ball. 
everybody was yelling about but Haman. I mean, but Mordecai. So we got the picture, daughter. Come on back, daughter. We got the picture. Now, everybody bowed yes, ball. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. Everybody had it working real good. Now, come on back, daughter. We got the picture. What happened in verse number 13, chapter? Verse number 4. four. Now you. What happened in verse 4? 13, verse 4 of that bread book. The daughter got that the bread book. book. Esther. Turning 13, verse 4, daughter, is delivered or not, I'll know in verse 4. The book of Esther, chapter... The book of Esther, chapter 13, verse 4. Declare unto us that in all nations throughout the world there was scattered a certain malicious people that had laws contrary to all nations and continually despise the commandments of kings. So as the uniting of our kingdom honorably intended by us cannot go forward. Hey, Esther, hold on, daughter. You, you hear what happened to the Yeah. He raised up to be the second in charge. <laughs> Did he look at the fatty people's eyeball to eyeball and say it's a it's a certain malicious people here. He said, we're not going to be able to go nowhere. We can't move forward about this malicious people. He got the ear of the king. This is Haman, the aggregate. He got the ear of the king. He arose to be a second man in charge. So he said, listen, king. You got a malicious people. They do. It's contrary to what we do. And it's not. We can't go no forward until we take care of this now. So the king, oh, king, listen to him. What happened next, daughter? First five. What daughter? First five. The book of Esther, chapter 13, verse 5, verse 5 reads, Seeing then we understand that the people alone is continually in opposition unto all men, deferring in the strange manner of their law, and evil affected to our state, working all the mischief they can, that our kingdom may not be firmly established. Now, now, now you tell them, well, it. Now it's our kingdom. Our kingdom can't go nowhere. I'm the second command, this malicious people. And long day in our kingdom, we, ain't, we can't go forward. Long day in our kingdom, and they're not in their place. And they ain't bowed down to how they get the boss, get the man, and all that. We can't go forward, king. No. He got the king's ear. What happened next, daughter? What happened next? Have we commanded that all they that are signified in writing unto you by Haman, who is ordained over the affairs and is next unto us, shall all with their wives and children be utterly destroyed by the sword of their enemies without all mercy and pity? The fourteenth day of the twelfth month, Adar, 
of this present year. Ain't that something? Hey, daughter, is you is you hearing that daughter? What is that? I'm reading it. Yeah. Big Melissa people. Okay. I don't care if they young, small, women, children, sucking the breast. They need to be destroyed. Is that what we're reading, daughter? That's what I'm reading. Well, what what, what happened next? Verse 7. That day, who of old and now also are malicious, may in one day with violence go into the grave. And so ever hereafter cause our affairs to be well settled and without trouble. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, daughter. He said, now, when you deal with these people, deal with them. What kind of way you deal with them? Now, listen to what he's saying. He said, now, when you deal with these people that's malicious, he ain't said deal with them with white gloves on. He said, deal with them. What kind of way? What's the big word he said, deal with these people right here? What kind of way, daughter? With, with violence. Haman is telling the big king. Now, when you deal with these malicious people, what a small, young, you you what kind of tactic, daughter? Violent. How? How? I mean, put some violence on them. You know, uh, we love to watch uh, eyes on the prize every year. I remember that the elderly man comes there. We just much people to you, ill. And they put the water holes on it, and they put the, the German shepherd on it. He said, you can just kill me and bite me and do it. And he said, okay, I'll do that. Old man came. Every time you see the eyes of the prize, you know, they came, and they were looking for liberation. And they came to the, the altar of the law. He said, beat me and do what you want to do. He said, hell, I'll beat you. And stick the dog on you, do. And we love that. We love get our, our handkerchiefs Wipe eyes on the eyes of the pride. They prayed every month of February. You see? And they put bottles on you. That's what you want. You want them to hit the side of the head with their with they billy sticks. You want to go sit in their restaurant. And while you sitting out, you're going to feed me. You're going to give me some food. Then somebody come out the back and hit you in the back of the head with a stick. You like that. You like to get hit and kicked in the ring. You see what you do? You love to watch the movie. You run into the restaurant. And you get on the, on their chair, and you want to eat some hog from them. And they in the back room doing everything to the hog. Huh? You like that, don't you? Yeah. You see, you see what you, you see why it's so important that this ministry form you. It's time now to come out of that sweet. Not make me go in Romans chapter 13, verse 11, down to verse 14, can you, can you help the national audience out? It is time now. And Elder, uh, Romans 13, verse 11, down to 14, what time, what time is it, Elder? Romans 13, 11 to 14. What time is it, Elder? Where's I, Elder? Okay. I'll be right Where's I, Elder? Okay, hallelujah. In the book of uh, Romans 13, 11 down to verse 14. It's time now. It's time for what, Elder? Come on. Book of Romans, chapter 13, 
reading 11 to 13. 11 says, and that knowing that time, that now is high time to awake out of sleep, for now is our salvation nearer than we believe. 12, the night is far spent, the day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness. Let us put on the armor of the light. 13, let us walk honestly as in the day, not in nothing and drunkenness, not in chamberlain, not in wantons, not in spice and envy. Mm-hmm. That verse 14, Adam. Verse 14. But put ye on the Yahweh the Son, and make not provisions for the flesh to fulfill the loss thereof. So he found to the scatter Israelites that's in Rome, it's time now to wake up by this food. Come about this sleep. Huh? It's time to wake up out of this sleep. Do you know when Elder reads the 13th chapter, verse 9, now give me 14 and 15 now, you know. Give me back to that Isaiah 13, read 9 already. We know how he's coming. But let me say again in verse 13 and 14 of Isaiah, time now to wake up out of this sleep, you in, O children of Israel, the Israelites. Don't you know he said, Yahweh coming with cruel both with wrath. And he's going to beat the sinner up first. Then he says, and the old generator reads, the 13th chapter, verse 14 and 15. And what is that? Isaiah 13, verse 14 and 15. What is that? In the book of Isaiah, chapter 13, reading 14, 14 says, And it shall be as the, as the chase as a chase roll, as a sheep, that no chase man roll. think about. Mm-hmm. Right. That, yeah, that's it, chase roll. As no sheep that has been taken up, they show every man turn to his own people and flee everyone to his own land. Fifteen, everyone that is found shall be thrust through, and everyone that is joined unto them shall fall by the sword. What's that name? He said, "On come a time when he comes to whoop, he can look for you to be every man going to turn to his own people. He said, this is what will happen on the day of that beatdown. He said, then you got to flee to your own land. They um, wanted to call African-American Negro in color and Hispanics and Mexicans and Latinos. Where your country at? You know, you have, you want to flee to your own country. Where is your country at, according to Zion? Now, if you're not found in your country, mm-hmm. what will happen next, Errol? If you're not, when he comes, cruel, both with wrath. 
Everybody, every man got to turn to his own people and be in his own land. Or else what? The next verse Or else what? What going to happen? <laughs> Everyone that is, next verse, 16. Yep. 16 says, their children also shall be dashed into pieces before their eyes. Their houses shall be and their wives ravished. Mm. So if you're not about out who your own people is, and you're not in the place that you're supposed to be in, oh, where you at? You say they're going to beat you down. He's going to beat you down big time. You say your house is going to be righteous and your women's rabbits. All this thing going to happen to you because of one thing. You didn't turn back to your own peoples, the one that you would put all your time in to make sure your neighbor look, your neighbors look like somebody else. You put in more time. We are made it, like the basketball players had. You're made to do what, basketball players, superstar? But now we can move around people that look like somebody else. So you see, so we found out right now that when he kept you and you got that mindset, your 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 own people don't look like somebody else. Your own people's um let me appreciate Hey daughter, put them off on with the end though. Let me see what your people look like. See, he's saying, I'm going to get you because you want to be in an area where all the people look like somebody else. And now you feel that you're amazing because your neighbors look like somebody else. But now we're going to precept that and see what Yahshua says, daughter, in Jeremiah 30. We're going to precept that, daughter. Come back there again. But see, right now, we, we really believe that we are made it. When we can walk outside and go to stores, everybody look like somebody else. Everybody look like us. We turn our nose up. And you'd be the first one call 911 on them if they're in our area because we know to be in this area, you got to have big money and everybody else look like somebody else. That's where you rocking, huh? Y'all got written behind that. And Jeremiah 30, daughter, let's see what he said. Let's pick up a verse 15. Let's read a little bit. Let's see if we can make a little meal out of it. Pick up a verse 15. We're going to Jeremiah 30, and we'll pick it up at verse number 15. See, but we, cause we, we love to, when we do get out $10, we want to uh, always be around somebody look like somebody else. Let's see what Yahweh told Jeremiah about that. Let's read a little bit, don't you get our point? Come on. The book of Jeremiah, chapter 30, verse 15. Verse 15 reads, Why, why criest thou for thine affliction? Thy sorrow is incurable for the multitude of thy iniquity, which is sin. Because thy sins were increased. I have done these things unto you. Verse 16. 
All they that devour you shall be devoured, and all your adversaries, every one of them, shall go into captivity, and they that spoil you shall be a spoil, and all they pray upon you will I give for a prey. Verse 17, for I will restore health unto you, and I will heal you of your wounds said the YHWH Yahqua, because they called you an outcast, saying, this is Yahqua whom no man seek after. Verse 18, mm-hmm. thus said the YHWH Yahqua, behold, I will bring again the captivity, the captivity of Israel's tent and have mercy on his dwelling place. And the city shall be builded upon her own heap, and the palace shall remain after the manner thereof. And out of them shall proceed thanksgiving, and the voice of them that make merry, and I will multiply them, and they shall not be few. I will also honor them. And they shall not be small. Verse 20. Children also shall be as aforetime. And their congregation shall be established before me. And I will punish all that oppress them. Verse 21. And their nobles shall be of themselves. And their governor shall proceed from the midst of them. And I will cause him to draw near, and he shall approach unto me. For who is this that engaged his mind to approach unto me, said the YHWH Yahweh? Hold on, daughter. Hold on, daughter. Read 21 again. Look what he said in verse 21 again, daughter. The book of Jeremiah, chapter 30, verse 21, verse 21 reads, And their nobles shall be of themselves. Stop it there, daughter. Stop it there. All your big dignitaries, when it's all said and done, how they going to look again? Tell Jeremiah how if they're going to look. When you look at your neighbors, when y'all take you all this business, how is your, your neighbor going to look according to y'all verse 21? The book of Jeremiah, chapter 30, verse 21. And their nobles shall be of themselves. Oh, and? And their governor shall proceed from the midst of them. Oh, oh. So you will mirror your nobles and all your wants and rulership. They're going to mirror you. So you got a problem the way you look today, and that you love to look to be around people that look like somebody else, guess what? He tells Jeremiah, put it in the book. When I get through taking care of all this business in this book, the nobles shall be of themselves. And your government, all your big dignitaries, going to mirror you. Now, we got to find out, then, what do, what do Jeremiah look like then? Let's find out what Jeremiah looked like, daughter. 
He said, now, your nobles and your governors going to look just like you. You know what we do today? So we get our hands on a couple of dollars, what we do? We ready to leave. We ready to go around people that look like somebody else. And skin and grin in their face, and they look at you, and skin and grin with you. Want to know how you end up what we is. See that? See? You see the book of Samuel? They told Jeremiah, put it in the writing, Jeremiah. When it's all said and done, every man got to preach his own country. And when he get there, all his big dignitaries and his governors, all one in charge, going to look just like him. So you got a problem the way you look? So he said, if you caught with those that don't look like you, I'm going to kill you. Then we, just, then we read, then we read that if you cut you as the one that don't look like you, I'm going to kill you. Now, so look in the mirror. What you look like? If the people do not look like you, and that's who you part of, he said, I'm okay. Now look at the loud day saying, fear. You got to read that again. I missed that verse. Okay. Well, go back to Isaiah 13 and pick up verse 14 again. So loud day saying, Committed boy out of Utah, so they missed that verse. Okay, good. Let's go back and read it again. Million verse 9, he comes and cool both with wrath. They put the center, right? In verse 9. Now we're skipping down to verse number. Make a speak of verse 13, you know. Let's read till we get to the point for the latter day saints out of Utah. Verse 13 again. Okay. Isaiah chapter 13. Verse 13. 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, Isaiah 13, reading 13. Therefore, I will shake the heaven, and the earth shall remove out of her place, and the wrath of the aqua of hosts, and in the day of his fierce anger. Fourteen. Fourteen. And it shall be fourteen. And it shall be as the chase will. And as a sheep that has no man taketh up. They shall every man turn to his own people and flee every one to his own land. Uh-huh. Fifteen. So now look we said fourteen yes. now. In that okay. day, every man but found you know where you gotta go. You say, in that day, you better find out, you better know who your people is. You better be with your people in that day. That's what they say. Suppose you, well, no, I want to be around people that look like somebody else. What are you saying, verse 15, about that spirit? Uh, verse 15. 15 says, everyone that is found shall be thrust through, and everyone that is joined unto them shall fall by the sword. And everybody join on them that don't look like you, don't look like you from the mirror. Now look at the mirror. You see what you look like in the mirror? You see what you look like in the mirror? If they don't look like you, you're going to be what again in that verse, Elder? And verse 15. Now, you got to be to your own land. So soon later, you got to know where your own land is. Now, the person that you're looking at, he got to, or she got to look just like you. But suppose they don't look just like you. What do you say in verse 15? 
15. 15 says, everyone that is found shall be thrust through, and everyone that is joined unto them shall fall by the sword. Do you believe the man's name? So he says, you're not mirroring the person that look like you. When you go outside and your garbage, you bring your car, and everybody look like somebody else, guess what? They love a chicken time bar for you. Because when it comes, if your neighbor look like somebody else, you're going down with your neighbor, according to verse 15. And not only that, look what happened in verse 16. 16 says, their children also shall be dashed to pieces before their eyes. Their houses shall be spoiled and their wives ravished. Mm. You, you believe the Bible put them down? I'll put the Bible down. The Bible says, when I come and, and put the whooping on you, if you don't know where your land is and the people don't look just like you, I'm going to get them, but I'm going to get you for being joined in with them. Now, look, look what you did. Look, look what happened to you. See, we see why this ministry got to come? You read it for yourself. The other is, if your neighbor look like somebody else, when I take care of them, by you joining in with them, I'm going to get you too. Now, we got to find out what the Jeremiah look like then. Now, you talk to Jeremiah. Now, daughter, let's, let's build a case on Jeremiah by going to um, Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 4, 5, and 8, daughter, verse 10. Let's find out who is this Jeremiah. Who is this Jeremiah, daughter? Then we're going to tie them all in in 821 of the same book. We're going to tie them all in. Now, you told Jeremiah, you tell them, you tell Judah, Benjamin, Levi, and Simeon, put in the book. When the Almighty comes, if you are went to a land, and now you are got with the people that look just like you, I'm gonna get them, and I'm gonna get you too. Now we let's, let's, let's put up Jeremiah's resume. One verse four five eight dollar verse ten. Let's talk about it, Elder. Come on. Open Jeremiah, chapter one, reading verses. Four, five, and eight to ten. Four says, Then a word of the Yahweh came unto me, saying, Five, before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee, and before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee, and I ordained thee a seer unto the nations. Verse number eight. Eight says, be not afraid of their faces, for I am with thee to deliver thee, saith the Yahweh. Nine, then the Yahweh put forth his hand and touched my mouth. And the Yahweh said unto me, Behold, I have put my words in thy mouth. Ten, I see, see I have this day set before me over the nations and over the kingdoms to root out and to pull down and to destroy, and to throw down, to build, and to plant. Mm-hmm. So Keep Jeremiah, going. no, that's it. You eight, eight to ten. So Jeremiah had a great responsibility to cut down the garbage, 
um, planted and built up again. Now, I want to read one verse there. The other one, 11 chapter of Numbers. 11.24. What do we say in 11.24? Now, you heard what he said. So, Jeremiah, what do you know? And 11, Numbers 11, Elder, what do we say in, in verse number 23? 11, 23. 20. What do you say? And, and give me the more audio in 11, 23 of Numbers. What did Yahweh say? Now, you already said Jeremiah. Let's see what he said in 11, 23 of Numbers. Numbers 11, verse number 23 says, And the Yahweh said, to Moses, is the Yahweh's hand wax short? Thou shalt see now whether my word shall come to pass unto thee or not. Ain't that something? Ain't that something? You and Yahweh what you say? You know what What I'm telling you, we're going to find out what is, is this book right or that captain you sent up on the Israelites. We're gonna find, what I just said in that book, what's going to happen to you? If you with somebody and look somebody like somebody else, when I come, if that person don't marry you, I'm going to kill you. That's what he just said. If that person don't marry you, I'm going to kill you. That's what he just said. Then he told Moses, you, I'm going to see, Moses, you're going to see when my words come to pass unto thee or not. So we're going to find out. You 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 think you you think you can get your couple dollars and everybody look like everybody else? And you think you gonna be all right? Uh, not according to what we're reading so far. It ain't gonna happen. Now we gonna find out from daughter what you Jeremiah look like. He talking Jeremiah. Now we going hey daughter. We going to um eight twenty one and see what Jeremiah look like. Hey, what do Jeremiah look like? Uh, the book of Jeremiah the book of Jeremiah chapter 8 verse 21 verse 21 reads for the hurt of the daughter of my people and my hurt I am black astonishment has taken hold on me wait a minute wait a minute darling what did Jeremiah look like what did he say to you black Right. So he tell me, he tell them, Jeremiah, you tell them people that are the descendants of Judah, Benjamin, Levi, and Simeon. When I come to to whoop the world in the center, if if the person that do not look like you, and what color Jeremiah look, what color Jeremiah is? Black. But you're not looking. If you're not looking like what he's saying. So when your neighbor, if you all tied in, hook, line, and sink away, you don't got your cover dollars, and you look, everywhere you look, somebody look like somebody else. If that person don't marry you, when I take them down, I'm taking you down. <laughs> now, now, can I get a hallelujah from the elder or the daughter, or, or did I just put something in there? Hallelujah. Now, David had a boy called Solomon. Hey, daughter, what did he look like? One verse five of uh, 
Psalms of Solomon. What did, what did um, David's boy look like in 1 verse 5 of the Psalms of Solomon? Psalms of Solomon out of the regular book. The Psalms of Solomon. What did, what did David's boy look like? What did he say okay. he looked like in 1 verse 5? The book, let me see, the Song of Solomon, chapter 1, verse 5. Verse 5 reads, I am black, but comely, O ye daughters of Yahshua, as the tents of Kadosh. Black means I'm comely, I mean, I'm beautiful, I'm black and beautiful. Is that what he said? Now, this David's boy. So David's boy, the wise man of the world, he just told for so you to read today what he looked like so we see anything totally different. You know one thing, it ain't right. What did Solomon say he looked like, my daughter? I am black and comely. You see that? Now, um, Ishakal, the one you call Mexican. Uh, Ishakal had a son and named Job in 30 verse 30. What he look like, daughter? What he look like? The book of Job. Thirty verse thirty. Yeah, what he look like? The book of Job, chapter thirty. Chapter thirty, verse thirty. Chapter thirty, verse thirty. Verse thirty reads: My skin is black upon me, and my bones are burned with heat. So this is Ishakar boy, the one you call Mexican today. Hey, what they look like? What they look like according to verse thirty, verse verse thirty, daughter. What color is the the Mexican of the of Ishakar? What color are they, um, daughter? My skin is black upon me, and my Job is Ishakar's boy. Ishakar boys to what you call Mexicans today. So the first Mexicans that were in the land before they got over here and got covered with, with um, Christopher Columbus and, and uh, Herman Cortez, they looked just like all the rest of his life, black. Before the other man got into a mixing with them, changing their color. So when you trace back your genealogy, you'll run to a black man or woman. That's what you run into. Go to Lamentation chapter 5, verse 10, and skip Read 11 and skip it to verse 10. Let's talk about the whole family, daughter. Let's pass Jeremiah. The whole family of Judah, Benjamin, Levi, and Simeon. In the Bible, before the other men got their hand on them, how did they depict themselves? In Lamentation chapter 5, verse 11, we jump back to verse 10. It's the book of Lamentation, chapter 5, verse 11 and verse 8. Verse 11 reads, They ravished the women in Yazdadura and the maids in the city of Yazdadura. Verse 10. Lamentation chapter 5, verse 10. Our skin was black like an oven because of the terrible famine. 
So, uh, what did Judah, Benjamin, Levi, and Simeon, uh, Carly, verse 10, what color skin they had on them? Skin, he's talking about. What did skin look like, daughter? Black. Yeah. You see that? Y'all see the Bible saying? Now, now, Judah, Benjamin, Levi, and Simeon, if you with somebody look like somebody else when you come, you're going down with them. You got to mirror what he's saying. If you're not mirroring them, well, look, look, at, look at the WCC say. But well, we're in a great straight behind that one. What can we do about that? What, what, what do you mean? What can you do about that? Oh, oh, he got he got the answer for those that got here to him. Oh, we can get the answer. A dog. They want they want the answer about they in a great straight now. What do they do about that? Let's find out. What do the Bible say about that? The Bible tells the whole story. That's why you got to be in the right ministry for you to be know. Because um. You know, if you know, so if you know, in St. John chapter 9, verse 40 and 41, if you know, St. John 9, 40 and 41, and daughter, I'm going to meet you in the EZRA, Ezra, regular book. But Elder going to give us um, St. John chapter 9, verse 40 and 41, and I'll meet you, daughter. And EZRA. St. John. Okay, St. John, chapter 9, verse 40 and 41. Uh-huh. 40 says, And some of the Pharisees, which were with him, heard these words and said unto him, Tell him what the what do you say to him? And said unto him, I can't Are we blind also? I can't hear you. Are we blind also? Forty one. Mm-hmm. Yankwa the son said unto them, If you were blind, you should have no sin. But now you say we see, therefore your sins remain. Ah. So we say well, we didn't know that. We didn't know we had to make sure our uh, neighbors and our better halves look just like us. I didn't know that. Okay, well, you were blind, but now you see. Now, what what do you do behind that? Oh, well, the Bible says you do behind that, too. Hey, dog, you're going to EZRA chapter 10, verse 1. With all this understanding now, daughter, please let you know exactly what what you got to do according to Yahweh's word. I ain't going to telegraph anything. God's just going to take a time and, and raise the voice up a little bit more and tell you exactly what you got to do. So if you if you with one of your colleagues and you with somebody look like somebody else, then remember, what what do we, what did he say? Hey, what he says in the book of Amos 3, verse 7. Hey, what he say in Amos 3, verse 7? In the book of Amos, chapter 3, reading verse number 7, 7 says, Surely the Yahweh will do nothing 
but reveals his secrets unto his servants, the seers. Oh, so who, so who going to know the answer to whatever Yahweh got on the table? Who going to know the answer? The seers. And, and, I will be, and, I, 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 and I will be waiting on you, you hear? You don't know the answer? Don't get ready to read. Ken Warren, let's see what's going on in 10 verse 1 of EZRA out of the regular book. We're going, read, we're going to read all the way down to verse number 5 and skip down to verse 10. The book of Ezra, chapter 10, verse 1. Verse 1 reads, Now when Ezra had prayed, and when he had confessed, weeping and casting himself down before the temple of the YHWH Yahweh, there assembled unto him out of Israel a very great congregation of men and women and children, for the people wept very sore. They don't down to verse 5 and sit down to verse 10. Verse 2. Okay, you say go down to verse 5? No. 2 down to verse 5. 2, 3, 4, 5, and 10. Okay. Verse 2. In Shechaniah, the son of Jehiel, one of the sons of Elam, answered and said unto Ezra, We have trespassed against our YHWH Yahweh and have taken strange wives of the people of the land. Yet now there is hope in Israel concerning this thing. Verse 3. Now therefore, let us make a covenant with our Yahweh to put away all the wives and such as are born of them, according to the counsel of my Yahweh, and of those that tremble at the commandment of our Yahweh, and let it be done according to the law. Verse 4. Arise, for this matter belongs unto you. We also will be with you, be of good courage, and do it. Verse 5. Yeah, yeah, 5. Hang on, verse 10. Hey, hey, daughter. Hey, raise your voice a little bit, daughter, because you own something, daughter. Remember, he said, El Red, but Yahweh would do nothing but reveal his secrets to his servants of fear. Fear has made you know the, the latter-day saints. They won't know what day we're we in a great straight. What's the answer to that? Get it fired out. That means if you um, is like the Victoria tribe, they may call themselves the latter-day saints. So, you know, it was them as saints mean uh, children of Israel, 148, verse 14. So I guess over there, the latter-day saints got some Israelites over there, there's the saints. Good. Verse 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. What does it say? Verse 5. Verse 5, daughter. Verse 5. Then also Ezra, and made the chief priests, the Levites, and all Israel to swear that they should do according to this word, and they swear. 
And then Ezra rose up from before the temple of Yahweh and went into the chamber of the of Jehovah, the son of Elisha. And when he came thither, he did eat no bread nor drink water, for he mourned because of the transgressions of them that had been carried away. Verse yeah. 6. Verse 7. Yeah. And they made proclamation throughout in Israel unto all the children of captivity that they should gather themselves together unto Yahdadu. Hey. And that whosoever should not come within three days According to the counsel of the prince and the elders, all his substance should be forfeited and himself separated from the congregation of those that had been carried away. Hold on, daughter. Hold on, daughter. Hold on. He said, I want that. I ain't going to buy by this rule. What's going to happen to your daughter? They had. According to verse 8. Whosoever would not come within three days, according to the counsel of the prince and the elders, all his substance should be forfeited, and himself separated from the congregation of those that had been carried away. You, you hear that, daughter? You know now, the one that they want to apply to the ruling of the law, they got to, big pockets and all, what they got to do according to verse 8, hey, daughter, what they got to do according to verse 8? Come within three days according to the counsel of the prince and the elders. Before they don't. But suppose they don't come in three days, a daughter. All the should be forfeited. And himself and separated. And himself what, daughter? And himself separated. From where? From the congregation From where, daughter? From oh. the congregation of those that had been carried away. Oh, you, you, you hear that, daughter? Wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute now. This, this got to be a okay from somewhere. This verse cannot be there unless it's a record, a written record about this. This verse cannot be in 10 verse 8. He said, now, if you want to fly by this rule, then everything you got to be forfeited. And you got to separate yourself from the congregation of Yahweh. Is that what it reads, daughter? That's what it reads. Yeah. That, is that what it reads? Yeah. Now, this Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, wait a minute, Hallelujah. Well, wait a minute. Now, if this was here, that means it must have been something of something that they were pulling that from. They were pulling from somewhere. 
They were pulling from somewhere. Let's go back to Elders, the 36th chapter. And, and hey, daughter, now keep a mark on that, daughter. I mean, I want to touch on this, daughter. Keep a mark right here. We're coming back to verse number 8 and 9 again, but I got to see where it's coming from, daughter. Remember when you're doing detective investigations and you got to make sure that you are point. You got to do deeply investigation. Where is it coming from? Question number 36, Elder. Number 36 at all. I meet you, dog, in the 11th chapter of uh, the 12th chapter of Numbers. But I, I'm going to meet the Elder at number 36. I got to find where it's coming numbers. from. Numbers. That one just, that one just put there. They had to pull it from somewhere. We're going to Numbers 36, Elder. I found this Bible saying. Remember, see a job is tell you what the Bible saying. For you to make a definite on the Bible, that's up to you. In the 36th chapter, see your verse number 3, Elder. Going to number 36, verse 3, what does it say? The book of Numbers, chapter 36, reading verse, verse three. number 3 says, verse 3. <laughs> And if they be married to any of the other tribes of the family of Israel, then shall their inheritance from the inheritance of our fathers. And it shall be put into the inheritance of the tribe whereunto they are received. So they shall be taken from the lot of our inheritance. Of our inheritance. Verse 4. Oh, verse 4. 4 says, And when the jewel of the family of Israel shall be taken, shall, shall be, then shall their inheritance be put unto the inheritance of the tribe, where until they are received, so shall their inheritance be taken away from the inheritance of the tribe of our fathers. So if, so if you don't marry somebody that look like you, what's going to happen to you, Elder? What he said going to happen to you in verse 3 and 4? Everything new. Remember, daughter read in verse 8. <laughs> so when he come back, if he find out that you married to somebody else and it don't look like you, according to verse 3 and 4, what he said going to happen to uh, Elder? What's going to happen to your inheritance? You won't have it. They're going to take it away. Ain't that something? You mean that Bible says that? Yeah. So you see, Only that one. those that do what they do today, because they're in the wrong ministry, when Yahweh come back, if your relationship don't look like you, then he's going to take it away from you. Is that what we just read in Hallelujah. Now, now, daughter, and number chapter 12, so, uh, number chapter 12, daughter, did, did, did we read that? Did, did the seal put in there? Can I get a Hollywood? Did I add that in there, or did the Bible say that? The Bible said that. Okay. Now, daughter, in the 12th chapter, daughter, 
Remember we read daughter over there at verse 8? It says, now, if you're not my fly body, you got to go on about your own head. Did we read? Did, hey, daughter. Did we read that, daughter? Well, I ain't going to. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna leave that one that look, look like somebody else. You know, you gotta go about your business then. And I wonder where that come from. You gonna find out. The twelfth chapter, daughter of Numbers. Let's find out where that come from in twelfth chapter. See, all this right here, all we do is, is giving you a rehearsal. So it's up to you. Oh, I, well, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna do this. Okay, good. It's up to you. But we read Numbers chapter 12, daughter. And what kind of spirit Yahweh got on him? Let's see what kind of spirit Yahweh got on him, daughter. We're going to find what kind of spirit he got in verse 9. 12, 9. Let's read with it, daughter. 12, verse 9. The book of Numbers chapter 12. The book of Numbers chapter 12, verse 9. And the anger of the YHWH Yahweh was kindled against them, and he departed. And the cloud departed from the tabernacle, and behold, Miriam became leprous, white as snow. And Aaron looked upon Miriam, and behold, she was leprous. And Aaron said unto Moses, Alas, my Yahweh, I beseech you, lay not this sin upon us, wherein, wherein, we have done foolishly, and wherein we have sinned. Let her not be as one dead, of whom the flesh is half consumed, and when he cometh out of his mother's womb. And Moses cried unto the YHWH Yahweh, saying, Heal her now, O Yahweh, I beseech thee. And the YHWH Yahweh said unto Moses, If her father had but spit in her face, should she not be ashamed seven days? Let her be shut out from the camp seven days, and after that, let her be received in again. And Miriam was shut out from the camp seven days. And the people journeyed, not till Miriam was brought in again. What, what did Miriam look like again? What what she look like what what did Miriam look look like to be shut out to be shut out the camp that daughter? What she look like in verse eleven? Verse ten. What what was she looking like? Verse ten. Never is white as snow. No, read verse 10. Let's see what she looked like in verse 10. The book of Numbers, chapter 12, verse 10. And the cloud departed from off the tabernacle, and behold, Miriam became leprous, white as snow. Mm. And Aaron looked upon Miriam, and behold, she was leprous. Okay, what did that look like when Moses and Aaron looked at her by looking like that? What did it look like to them in verse 12? What? Why does snow? Verse 12. Verse 12. Let us be as one dead whom 
of whom the flesh is half consumed, where he cometh out of his mother's womb. And, 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 what, and what did Moses do in 13? What did he say? And Moses cried unto the Yahweh, saying, Heal her now, O Yahweh, I beseech thee. Ain't that something? Ain't that something? You hear that, brother? So when we read over here in the book of EZRA, now read that verse 8 again. Now I'll show you how to put a mark there, daughter. Now read verse 8 again. So now we understand where they told that verse from. That wasn't nothing about a random. Some verses were full. So go back to EZRA. And give me that verse 8 again, daughter. So now we're going to stand that verse. If uh, you don't want to cry by it, since you don't, you don't if, if your blackness is not good enough for you, you got somebody look like somebody else, you got to go about your business. If that what we read, a hey, daughter, did we read that? Now we see where it came from, don't we, daughter? Daughter. Yeah. Hey, daughter, yeah. You have to see your daughter. Hey, dog, you have to fill. Yeah. Hey, dog, you have to fill. Mm-hmm. Is, is, is we rain Bible, daughter? Yeah. Hallelujah. How about hallelujah? 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 Call that verse out again. You read verse 8. So now we understand that verse 8 now. Read that verse 8 again now. But now we see where it was pulled from. It was pulled from the ancient manuscript. So it wasn't done away with. Verse 8 again, daughter. Read it again, verse 8. Numbers chapter 12, verse 8. Wait a minute. Numbers chapter 12. No, no we've been, uh, when we in already, daughter, Oh, I'm trying to put a yeah. market in doors. Yeah. Hey, dog. Yeah. Hey, dog. You working still a little bit? Hey, daughter. You yeah. working still a little bit? Yeah, I'm trying to keep my eyes open. Okay. Okay. Right. Well, Numbers chapter. Just give me that verse 8 okay. again. And, and give me okay. that total Ezra chapter 12, verse 8. Wait. Wait a minute. What verse is that again, Elba? Hey, what verse is that we read in that, in that verse 8? So we said we will come back to it in verse 8, Elba. We got some precepts. Can you remember, Elba? Check my notes. Hey, Elba, do you remember? What oh, book was that?
We got to deal with this. We got to deal with this. It's a ministry. Got to deal with the Bible, and we got to deal with the Bible by taking our personal feelings out of it and see what the Bible is saying. Hey, daughter Yaqua, close and save you on the clock. Come on. I'm re Esther chapter fifteen verse Esther chapter sixteen verse four. And take not only thankfulness away from among men, but also lift it up with the wonder with the honorable words of lewd persons that were never good is of Yahweh that seeth all things and hated evil. Verse five. Oftentimes also fair speech of those that are put in trust to manage their friends' affairs have caused many that are in authority to be partakers of innocent blood and have enwrapped them in remedies, calamities, beguiling with falsehood and deceit of their lewd disposition, the innocency and goodness of prince. Hallelujah. should not come within three days according to the council of the princes and the elders all of his substance should be forfeited and himself separated from the congregation of those that had been carried away ain't that something yeah yeah don't don't want to about the rules of what we just got through reading in number 36 and number 12. You don't want to fly by. Okay, fine. He said, go on about the long head then. No, did he say that, Elder? Hallelujah. Close the same, Elder, until, until we get back on the march. What's the close the same behind okay. Well, I have to bless the uh, listeners out there that's listening to our program, receiving the word of Yahweh. Uh, bless the seer for giving us what we need to know. And bless the uh, daughter of Yaqua and all the people in our organization that's listening. And remember what it says in Hebrews chapter 6, verse 10. For Yaqua is not unrighteous to forget your work and labor of love which ye have shown toward his name. 
and that ye have ministered unto the saints and do ministers. And that's what we do. Hallelujah. Yahweh. All right. We'll be back on again tomorrow. Now, um, big digging terror. We can we can get time to get no uh, St. John 3.16, but I don't mean we got another day coming tomorrow. We can back on tomorrow. But the spirit of Yahweh led into this right here. Besides all, he's telling old, old black Jeremiah, he said, tell them people of Judah, Benjamin, Levi, and Simeon, if, if, if they don't mirror, if they make them mirror, mirror each other when he come back. It's the same thing he gave you a shadow of what happened with Miriam. Miriam was Moses' elder sister. She was 86 years old. Aaron was 84 and Moses was 80. So when Yahweh was mad at Miriam for running up that mouth to Moses, he put the worst thing he could put on her by changing her melon-colored dark skin to look like Marilyn Monroe or George Michael. And when they turned around and looked looking like George Michael, everybody started crying. So it should be no doubt what the children of Israel look like. Then Yahweh said, you tell her for running up that mouth against you, Moses. Take her George Miles, Marilyn Monroe, look himself somewhere and go hide out for seven days. And then, if that don't teach you a lesson, I bet from that point on, she was all right. Because she was, she had looked like that for seven days. And look at Beyonce today. I looked in the picture of Beyonce before she got the money. And Beyonce was darker. But now she's high yellow. I wonder what happened. That's why I look. This ministry is here to bring you from the dead in the grave. You must know this Bible. That's why I'm telling you the plan. Support this ministry. over to his right. Yahweh bosses over to his right. Need to be in on the world stage. Great big old place with land, school, and banquet hall all around it. For big thing to come in and learn the truth before Yahweh bust them skies down and he find out that you're not like he said before being his book. So support this ministry. Hit that PayPal. Put them free will offers and donations. Contribute to this ministry and watch us put your money and use on putting a big temple together, land, school, banquet hall, radio station. For your parents to understand one thing, it's even a timeline on these cross mountains. It's written in the Bible. He gave you timeline to straighten it up. That's what we might read tomorrow. We might, we might read, you know. Oh well, I'm I got somebody look like somebody else. Okay, you got the answer. in the Bible too. It's just you got to wait on Yahweh's boss to go to him right to show you where it's at. See, we've been ordained to show you what the Bible says. Huh? He, he told you in 13 verse 9, he's coming to destroy the temple. 
A sinner is not, it's the one that's not keeping the laws, statutes, and the commandments. Even in relationships. Yeah. All right, we'll leave it like that. To our elders, to our mothers, to our sisters, and to the brothers, and to the young line teachers out of the camp. I'm going to say, like this teacher, back on airways tomorrow at 6 o'clock. And we're going to get on John 3.16, unless Yahweh sent of another direction. So if Dylan, he figured this is more important for you to know. You ain't made it until you have somebody of the 12 tribes that looks just like you. If you got somebody that looks like somebody else of the 12 tribes, then you have not made it. Not according to the Bible. And he'll give you a timeline on how to correct that. When? See if he's teaching. Nope. You figure out that way. For all the ones on the, on the international side and those that's listening, hallelujah, 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 catch them all at 6 o'clock tomorrow. Hallelujah, hallelujah.